Hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Indian Cycling Podcast brought to you by the Bike Affair. I'm your host Harsha. I'm Gokul here. We have a guest today. Here Pasha, the organizer and director sportive of Hyderabad Racing Circuit. Pasha, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi there. My name is Pasha and I was born in Chennai. Spent most of my childhood in Andaman and Nicobar Islands. Traveled all over country. Moved back to Guntur, which is my hometown, and now almost settled in Hyderabad for job reasons and training. I like sports, and after triathlons, I took cycling seriously, and now discovered myself as a good track cyclist. I decided to settle down in Hyderabad because of one being work, and two is training and getting trained other great coaches like Gokul and Maxwell Trevor is like the biggest and best advantage I have in the country. You basically chose being a cyclist over a lawyer. I can see a future. I can see a version of the future because uh, we live in a multiverse and where all possibilities are actually possible. Where you would go on to argue in front of the Supreme Court and make a lot of money, but at least in this version of the multiverse, you chose cycling. So, can you tell us a little bit about your cycling goals, both short term and long term? Yeah, I mean, practicing uh, practicing as a lawyer uh, is is a challenging profession, and uh, drafting is allowed in both. <laughs> by the way. So I chose cycling uh, as a priority for as of now because I want to do a serious cycling right now for the next couple of years. And uh, in terms of when you ask me about the cycling goals, I have completely shifted to track cycling right now. and my current goal is to qualify for the asia cup championships which is going to happen in next august uh, this year august and the long term goal would be representing india at the world championships for sure in the event of sprint and uh, kilometer time trial uh pasha we wanted to talk to you a little bit about the handicap race uh, so I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, the first time when we, when you were doing this, one person called up and said that actually he has all limbs and whether he can still raise the handicap race. <laughs> so, so I guess that part is uh, solved at least for a few Hyderabadis. So, can you tell a little bit about HRC on what is handicap race and enlightenment? Uh, uh, we formed uh, we as in myself akash panda and sampath valurpalli we three decided to bring in the racing culture in hyderabad which was really lacking for some time now and uh, we were doing a lot of uh, sort of club rides and fast centuries but uh, we wanted to bring out many people into this and uh, Uh, bring out the racing culture especially so we decided to form the hyderabad racing circuit and uh, the idea of hyderabad racing circuit is to introduce the racing culture one to the how the preparation for the race uh, the nutrition uh, the type of training you want to do so all these come into picture when you are actually racing so we have very few races going on in india and it is not possible for everyone to go and race everywhere so these type of uh, pre preparations for the race really help people to uh, go and race uh, for the bigger events 
so i mean uh, more than that i i feel like uh, races are uh, actually not new to hyderabad uh we have been trying to do uh, cycle races at amateur level for a few years now 5 to 6 years and uh, uh we have always had starts and uh, you no know, things go on for a few uh, a few months and then you know they just die a natural death so the and the problems that we always had was that the overall participation and uh, uh volunteering effort was uh, concentrated in a very small number and that just uh, did not uh, scale up at all so in hrc what you have done with handicap races you have kind of broken that uh, barrier of uh, people having to be at a certain level so uh, the the great thing is like uh, uh, the the both the last two times the top 3 podium finishers have not been the fastest guys so so that uh, kind of is actually making it a extremely level playing field and more interesting for uh, everyone so uh, wherein somebody who who is riding with uh, platform pedals and you know with reasonably fit and probably doing his first race coming on the podium against a couple of guys who have represented uh, uh, the state in the nationals so that has got uh, the right beginning to uh, to ensure that uh, there are uh, participation is going to be good and uh, continue over a period i think that is the biggest uh, achievement it is still early days we have just done two races but uh, that i see is the big uh, uh, impetus you have brought into uh, the racing thing which is lacking in the past uh, uh, trials so So this this sounds great, but when I first heard about the event, I thought, what is a handicap race, and how is it different from any road race? I imagine a lot of listeners would have the same question. Correct. Handicap race. If I have to explain you, this has been for ages now. Back in those uh, days, uh, these handicap races used to happen with the horses, the kings. <laughs> uh used to uh have this kind of game with the horses you know the fastest horses were uh, put on with uh, you know bags of weights and uh, the yeah. slowest horses were given the advantage uh in terms of horse racing this is how it used to happen mm-hmm. and uh, also with the greyhound dogs mm-hmm. uh some kind of weight uh, advantage disadvantage was given to the fast uh, mm-hmm. uh running dogs <coughs> and also in running you could see you know the it depends on the age so yeah. the older people are given the distance advantage and the fastest sprinters are given uh, the disadvantage of the uh, distance yeah. uh, talking about cycling well all the starters are grouped into similar abilities by a handicapper the so called uh, director sportif which is me uh, in the day preceding the race all the starters old young fast slow men women on race day all the riders are let off with their respective groups into the same course at different intervals the time intervals between the different groups is determined by the race director or the handicapper the handicapper will take all sorts of things into consideration while determining who is to be in each of the groups and the start intervals riders previous race results 
who in the various trade teams have entered weather conditions course profile etc yeah in some ways it's just uh, you know uh, uh, the origin of the word that you get a head start the people who are uh, uh, who are uh, faster uh, g- uh, uh, give a head start to the people who are slower and uh, the number of groups and the 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 uh, the start uh, time difference is determined by correct the director sportive so the while this is all good in theory what really is the beauty about it is essentially at the end of the day at the end of the race anybody has a very equal chance of winning and, and that is what makes it uh, exciting in the sense that uh, uh, uh in in this weekend's race for example there were three groups and uh, the first person was from the middle group uh, the second and third person were from the uh, the first group or the group which started the earliest and the f- the f- the fourth person was from the last group and he was uh, of course the f- fastest rider as well but still and this was a very similar story in the previous race as well so so uh, apparently a, a, a rider who is not strong enough won the race he he took uh, more than 10 minutes uh, uh, longer than the uh, the fastest rider and still won the race and and uh, it is definitely not an empty victory uh, because you still have to fight for it and uh, you still have to play your strategies and uh, you know it becomes really exciting for example when uh, the first race that um, uh, i happened to win uh, our uh, the i was in the slower group and uh, the group slowly started uh, uh, no uh, reducing becoming smaller with each uh, uh, rider getting dropped at various points in time and for the last lap pretty much we were only two of us and the other person i don't think he ever thought that we could win so uh, i was uh, i was also not sure myself but uh, i was uh, very closely monitoring the time gap and uh, since it was a closed loop i had a very clear picture on what was the time difference and the distance difference and the last turn around of the lap last lap i realized that there is a very good chance that we can make it and uh, uh, my co rider uh, he had almost uh, his goal was only to not get caught till the last turn and he was kind of satisfied and i had to really cajole him and uh, kind of uh, motivate him and say boss we do have a very solid chance of uh, winning and in fact i had to lie to him and say there is no way they are going to catch us i had no clue whether we can wait, make it or not and eventually we ended up uh, uh, no uh, being 2 uh, minutes clear of these two uh, of the uh, 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 group which was chasing us and both of us uh, took the top two positions so and it was very exciting and uh, you know we still had all the strategy tactics or uh, you know the, the mental strength and uh, the, the planning everything was in place so uh, it's just that you are a little slower but you tend to play the same game and tend to have a chance uh, equal chance of winning so that essentially is the core of the race and it makes it uh, uh, a, a good race uh, for anybody to come so Uh, in really speak uh, real uh, relatively speaking a person if he does 
to the best of his abilities is going to win or is going to finish strong so that is essentially the co- uh, the core you are still racing against yourself and not necessarily against someone right so there is the individual element but everybody keeps uh, saying uh, you know that you have to work in a team mm. to win this or you say oh let the strong rider do all the work and the others will ride at the back mm. what do you really mean by that like what does it mean to ride in the front and do all the work because that is something that is lost on me uh, or probably most people what we mean by working together is that uh, uh in a bicycle uh, the forces that we have to overcome mm-hmm. are essentially uh three things that is your gravity uh, your weight you are working against gravity the friction uh, between the tires and the uh, road surface and the third and the most important is the wind uh, 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 the yeah, force required to cut through the wind and uh, this is not constant it keeps changing and as the speed increases the amount of energy required to overcome the wind resistance is the highest right. so in essence that is where a uh, drafting comes into uh, play wherein if a rider uh, uh, if riders are riding one behind the other uh, uh, the rider up front can end up spending almost uh, uh, rider behind can end up spending uh, Uh, 60 to 40% of the actual work being performed by the rider up front so that is a significant saving in energy so in order for the whole group to go faster if uh, people end up working together taking turns at the front and moving uh, you know say take one minute uh, pulls wherein they are at the front and then slowly move back while the others uh, keep following them and uh, each person takes his turn and uh, uh does the work at front that is essentially what uh, we are talking about working together or uh, uh, using the team uh, tactics comes into play so this is mainly about the wind resistance yes yes right so and another thing i want to say is uh, we all tend to think of it as only the 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 wind being in only when you have a headwind or a tail uh, or a crosswind and so on it is not only that of course when you have a headwind the uh, the effect or the perce- perceived effort is definitely even more but even if it was reasonably still you are still having to um, spend lot of energy to cut through the existing uh, uh, no atmospheric uh, uh, wind so even if there is no strong winds you are still spending a lot of effort in cutting through so that is something we tend to ignore no uh, today there is no wind so there is not much uh, uh, what do you call influence of having drafting that is not and that is not really the case it is true that you have a bad headwind or you have a very strong headwind that, uh, or a very strong t- uh, crosswind it becomes more difficult but even if there it was reasonably still you are still spending a lot of energy in cutting through the air uh, and uh, and as uh, and this is just going to increase exponentially as the speed increases mm-hmm. so if you are riding at 20 25 kilometers per hour it's probably minimalistic mm-hmm. and uh, as you cross the 35 kilometers per hour it starts becoming uh, i think uh, as you cross 35 40 you are almost spending more than 60 to 80 percentage of your energy in just overcoming the wind resistance 
so you can imagine so that that is the main uh, differentiator so, the, so this is the differentiator that comes once you start hitting a certain speed limit Correct. and probably that is around 30 30 yeah, thir- yeah 30 to 35 is uh, like you know is uh, is when it starts to make a huge difference right. but even at 25 and all there is a difference but the difference impact is lesser right right and in fact that that is true even of uh, how you position yourself on the bike for example if you are there is one very basic generic uh, rule of thumb that if you are on the hoods as against being on the drops that is the position where you hold your ha- um, handlebar the hoods is referring to that brake lever uh, combination and the drops is the curved lowest part of the handlebar on a road bike so they say that when you are uh, hitting about the 35 kilometers per hour there could be as much as 2 kilometers per hour difference just by moving your hand position from the hoods to the drops mm-hmm. so so just like how Uh, and that is also true like for example if you are at the front you are going to be on the drops and it is in a more aggressive position and you know, it, you, know you you may not be able to hold that for too long a period so when you come back you are you don't have to hold that position you may be on the hoods and you know be a little bit more comfortable and because of the draft effort you no know, recover from the effort you have pulled in mm-hmm. put in on the front so right so Gopal, I understand the aerodynamics part, working in a team, but we are still talking about what is essentially an individual event here. So, wh- how do you reconcile these two, like you are working in a team, but the event is actually an individual event? How does that work? What happens in a handicap race is the race begins in a uh, different groups. So, starting from the slowest riders and the second slowest riders and ending it with the fastest riders so everyone is uh, 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 the groups are made and then they ride together as a group and they work together as a group so the key to winning this race till the end is working as a group so everyone takes their turn individually and then rotates like a you know well oiled machine and then till the end the final kilometers you actually need to stick with your group work together as a team and then at the final kilometers you can attack on your own group as well and then you take the win yeah i mean so the the concept of teams uh, uh, is uh, universal to any cycling race or most uh, road uh, cycling races in the sense that in actually uh, most of the uh, races Uh, people get in as part of a team and some of the uh, there are very clearly defined roles of various riders in the team so usually there is a captain and he is the person he or she is the person who is the strongest and uh, most suited uh, to win that uh, race for that particular event and the rest of the team works together in creating the best scenario for him to win so for example consider it is a single day race which is not a handicap race but uh, say it is got a reasonably flat finish so uh, if it is a flat finish it is going to typically favor a sprinter so what will happen is the if the team is made up of 5 6 uh, riders the and there is one sprinter the rest of the team will there will be at least two three designated uh, 
if i may say so second grade sprinters and their job is to significantly accelerate in the last few uh, kilometers and launch the sprinter so what i mean by launching is going back into the aerodynamics so providing the draft for the sprinter uh leaving out the last few hundred meters when you would go ahead and uh, launch the attack so and uh, so in what uh, pasha is telling about is it is more of an artificial team which is formed by the uh, uh, by the uh, director sportive in a handicap race because here you you are forced into a team because of the group you are put into yeah uh, still i i as things progress what i do see coming up is uh, that uh, if there are two three riders who are friends or who who train together they can still form a strategy collude together and kind of form a small breakaway within that group right so if consider there is a uh, uh there is a, the the fastest group has got six riders out of which four riders are from one one team or they are friends so they may consider the the other two riders as a threat and may decide to work together to figure out strategies to drop the other two so that they have the best chance of winning or they may use these guys only for the initial rounds to right. do the work to catch up to the slower group and then decide to drop right. them so so but the the dynamics changes in the hands of the director sportive to an extent in the right. handicap race right. because you may have not ridden with these guys ever before you may not have the right uh, uh you may not have the right understanding the right uh, terminologies or signs that you use and which you have to form along the way in the race so that makes it very exciting and actually in some terms dangerous also so what i what i hear you saying is that some someone like me who is a fairly average rider could actually get a better uh, outcome just by riding or working with someone as you say and pasha could choose to break up such a team and definitely put us into different because he is the director of the director sportive of the race so he could choose to uh, yeah. break that collusion that depends on how nice you have been to pasha in the past <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <yeah. laughs> so one great thing about handicap racing is that they are very unpredictable yeah, exactly. so you never know what is going to happen so uh, one liner is there is no strategy as such yeah. there is, there, no strategy works yeah and i mean in fact uh, to go behind the scenes you know and uh, uh, because we both work together me and pasha so the day before the race pasha was asking me what uh, uh, he was kind of asking me what group i wa- wanted to be in so because i have been nice to him so <laughs> so i told him like you know uh, well let's not do that you decide you are the director sportive you should decide what needs to be done and uh, i ended up being in the faster group which was uh, way faster than my abilities are but the reason i was put in that is we had very few people in the faster group right right so yeah. so i mean to an extent it happened so though we had uh, more number of uh, riders than the previous race we had lesser number of riders being uh, uh, having the uh, typical average speeds of the fastest group 
so but since there was lesser number of people we had to do some he had to do some shuffling so right. so and that was that was just because of the race composition or the race right. rider composition so yeah that, that makes it very interesting and uh, i would so, have won if i was I, in the slower group <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so so pasha you don't need to worry about this problem this is a one time problem because once the podcast launches and you know along with podcast the hrc is going to really take off and yeah. we'll have maybe participation from different cities and awesome. uh, you you will become uh, not just a director sportive but like a very really well known director sportive so, so don't worry about this problem yeah Uh, but uh, i mean i i definitely do wish the best for hrc and uh, hope that happens but at the same time i would like to uh, say that uh, the intention of this uh, or I, uh, if i can steal words out of uh, pasha's mouth i feel a, a racing uh, group like hrc or for that matter um, uh, bar the bangalore amateur racing group is that these are reasonably simpler and uh, l- uh, less complicated mm-hmm. and more encouraging right. so so the idea is to grow this in every city so uh, instead of uh, when i when when i would wish uh, the best for hrc i would wish that hrc franchise is open in every city because right. that is yeah. the real crux yeah. of this that we, we want couldn't call it hrc in bangalore they may not like it no no i you i mean because Sorry. bangalore already has bar uh, yeah. which is yeah. kind of one of the um, uh, forerunners of this yeah. concept in india at least so uh, what i mean to say is that the, the like bar has uh, uh, motivated us or uh, inspired us to start uh, hrc the real inspiration or success of uh, hrc would be that uh, uh, circuits like this form in each city right and right. of course we will be there to uh, give share them our uh, experiences and learnings to form that right pasha so uh, one of the things that google uh, um, mentioned was that there were efforts like this before but somewhere they fizzled out so what do you think from your side you will be doing so that such a problem won't arise that you know maybe two years down the line there will be a hrc with which had like 30 riders participation this time but maybe much bigger group more popular so what do you think is actually does it what do you think it takes for longevity yes yes i will again uh, actually steal some words from gokul <laughs> now so <laughs> pay what, back <laughs> the pay back time so what gokul said is uh, the idea of hrc is you know uh, the one word which he used is encouraging other riders so the earlier uh, groups which were formed and conducting races uh, they were also conducting different st- type of races Uh, but it was more to uh, for the you know fastest guys who were actually seriously training and uh, uh, of course they were also encouraging uh, different people uh, the beginners and amateurs as well uh, the idea with hrc is to bring in everyone can race so as i said what is the idea of handicap racing so old uh, young guys uh, uh, women uh, you know the faster guys anyone can come to hrc and race so we have different type of races for them so we want to encourage everyone to come and experience uh, the race so and have fun 
and I have some really nice recordings and uh, let's take a listen. So we are here at the HRC handicap race and I have Satish and Akash with me. So Satish, how are you feeling this morning? Very good, fantastic. Don't just say platitudes, okay? Say something meaningful. Meaningful? I couldn't sleep well last night and I had my dinner early so I'm already feeling hungry. <laughs> so I don't know, I will even bonk before the race starts. Well, what? So, the, so there's this drink that is being given around. Do you think that will help? This might help a bit, yeah. Helps the hunger pangs stay away for a while maybe. What about you, Akash? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, it's good to see so many people around. This is the first time I think in Hyderabad we have seen uh, a count of more than 30 riders for a race. Yeah, how so many riders do we have? We have I think 31 riders. 31? Wow. 31 riders. 33 were registered last night. 33 registered, okay. So that registered but yeah. we'll hope that 30 will, will turn up, yeah, right? Well, even 33 registration is a big thing for Hyderabad. So I'm really happy for that. Okay. And this time we have got great arrangements by Pasha. So you, are you going to win it today or? Certainly trying to. Well, let's do one thing, okay? Whenever you want to win, just go around sledging people, okay? Because that's, that really yeah, works for that some is, that riders. That's a valid trick, yeah. Yeah, it's a valid trick. <laughs> yeah, try it out with Satish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. No, try it out. Say something mean to him. Yeah. This babe is certainly not going to help you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, burn! <laughs> so, I'm here with Adip. And Adip, I see you're wearing a really cool Rafa... Uh, Jersey, where did you get that? Mm, one of my foreign trips, I think I bought it in Amsterdam or something. Wow. That's like a humble brag, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and you did some riding there or just uh, uh, a lot in Europe, yeah, in Ireland, etc. Like, uh, yeah, I did have a little bit of riding there, right? A lot of fun. So, you're like really fancy with the riding and all that, not not really. Just it's, it sounds casual. fancy, right? I mean, you're wearing a Rafa jersey, you're bragging yeah, about Amsterdam. <laughs> so, I mean, uh yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, Rafa is not as expensive as you think. There's like, you can always get it at 60% of the prices. So it's cheaper than Castelli stuff. At least on my recordings, you are allowed to uh, push others up. But please don't diss uh, no, Castelli no. or anyone. Yeah, because, yeah, just, you know, they might want to sponsor exactly, this thing exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. So, you know, you uh, dissing them is not a good it's thing. It's not dissing them. It's actually saying being realistic. Yeah. But yeah, sure. You know, if you want to win this thing. Yeah. Just go around sledging people, try and intimidate them, okay? And you have a Rafa jersey, so you can definitely do that, okay? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for talking to us, Adi. Thanks. So, Gautam, uh, so you are doing the race today. Yeah. How does it feel? Feels good, exciting. Okay. It's, it's been almost a year since I rode. I've, right, I've just right. been running, so huh? I'm actually scared. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, I see you're wearing a Castelli jersey. Uh, Adip over there was trolling Castelli a few minutes ago. Uh, you want to beat him today and make him feel really bad about his Amsterdam purchased uh, Rafa jersey? Obviously, elitist people talking about elitist things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is, it was, yeah. it was really elitist of him to mention both Rafa and Amsterdam in the same sentence, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'll I mean, we are like poor people who bought Castelli off TVA. <laughs> Please maintain lane discipline and uh, focus on the traffic, ride in a group. The key to win is riding in group for this race. Alright, 5, 4, 3, 2,
One. And they're off. So you are Shiva and you won the race today. Yes. So what was your time? Ah, uh, wow. Two hours, four minutes. And uh, which group were you in? Ah, uh, I think some the first group na no, second group second group yeah. okay and you overtook the guys in the first group and you came first yeah so that is excellent congratulations thank you, so Shiva. Thank you. hopefully many more yeah. okay thank you jaren you came in second how does it feel first of all this is my first race i never expect i win from this champions uh, this is very great moment for me so i just want to say that you are one of the two guys who did not wear cleats you were regular running shoes and you still came in second and you were leading for most of the rest that is damn impressive uh, the, so i am planning on uh, racing by first but i have a clary system so i want to shift to a proper racing system with the with the cleats but i want to try how much i can go with the basic one so it will be boost on when we go for a 105 or altegra so what is your uh, what was your timing today um think exactly 230 or something exactly 230 so you absolutely killed it watching you because i was riding in the car and watching you you were like leading the race for the most part i think that is really awesome and as someone who doesn't ride with cleats i really admire your speed congratulations thank you so akash you are the fastest rider and clearly all the sledging you did before the race worked yeah of course it worked but i think it worked a bit too much on my teammates also So well, there is no team in this okay there is only i no so we had a team until we catched the other group right. so that is what the logic is but uh, immediately after we started is in 10 minutes two of our teammates dropped out then uh, other guys spoke broke so something was going wrong definitely right right you are you are sledging worked on their bikes also <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so then uh, anirudh and i worked together and tried to catch but we couldn't and uh, of course the deserving uh, limit group won good thank you so one thing i would like to say is i was at the race doing the recordings and uh, uh, looking uh, making it look like i was doing a lot of volunteering <laughs> but uh, one thing i felt was that this is an event i should be part of the next time it takes place and pasha when is it taking place the next time so the next race we have uh, recently uh, yesterday we have announced the next race is uh, the individual time trial which is going to happen on 23rd march right. uh, saturday 6 am on uh, right after the movie towers uh, the shankarpalli road junction so the individual time trial we have initiated the concept of the tt bars and non tt bars as mm-hmm. well so those who do not have a practice of riding on tt bars they can actually do the time trial on their road bike uh, road bike handlebar and also for the young boys uh, and women as well so this is going to be an interesting race uh, which is going to happen on 23rd Uh, March. So I will definitely be there, and uh, hopefully, my target will be not to come last, which is frankly a very reasonable target to have. You gotta train hard now. <laughs> <laughs> so let us say I am someone uh, who hasn't attended recent trials, but would like to participate in this. How do I do that, Pasha? 
Yeah, well, we have created a dedicated Facebook page for uh, with the name Hyderabad Racing Circuit. You can just log in. I um, mean, open the page, and then you find the event details, and there you have the registration form to be filled, and that's how it's simple. Well, that sounds really exciting, and I hope we have more participation for that event. So that was our second episode. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, thanks to Pasha for. coming over and talking to us you can hear us on all popular podcasts if you don't find us on a particular app please let us know by mailing us at podcast@bikeaffair.com do recommend this podcast to your friends and give us your thoughts on what you would like us to cover again this was your host harsha bye